All right, we continue the conversation on the talking point today. Yesterday, former Constitutional Court Deputy Chief Justice Dihang Museneke said holding the local government elections under the current conditions will not result in free and fair polls. Judge Museneke handing over a report of his recommendations to the IEC following an inquiry into the matter, while President Cyril Ramaphosa had announced previously that the elections will be held in October. However, some political parties and members of the public were unhappy about the elections going ahead, given the concerns about the management of the COVID-19 pandemic in the country. Lulu White is the CEO of Election Management and Consulting Agency of Africa, or EMCA. Lulu, good morning to you and thank you for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy. Thank you for inviting me. When you, perhaps let me just begin by getting a sense from you, what, what you made of, of the findings of that report. I think the findings of the report were actually um, quite accurate. I think we need to remember that South Africa as a country is not yet at a point where we can say we can run elections electronically. I think when we had a similar discussion last year, when we spoke about it, we said that South Africa, as much as it's time that it moves technologically uh, and starts considering elections online, South Africa was not, is not yet ready. Mm. So I think it is the best decision that, um, I think the recommendations that were made by Justice Nisenegi are on point in the, in the sense that they take into account the current climate and the current citizens of the country, mm. right? Um, you've got old people that would not be able, that would not that would not be as technologically savvy as they would have to be in order to be able to participate in an election um, electronically. So I think the decision, the recommendations are fair. Um, they come from a process of, of a wide consultative process. Um, yes, we understand that when it first when when the EFF started making this call last year, it appeared as though it was a politically motivated call. But when you look at where the, the where the country is as far as um, the pandemic, as far as the number, the rate of death that we are seeing, as far as the fact that there's also another fourth wave that people are talking about, you realize that there's no way that it would be a fair process if we actually have to go into elections currently. Mm. For those who have had enough in as far as the local government is is concerned. And oftentimes on, on this show, when we do our Municipal Watch feature, uh, which takes place every Tuesday, we, we go really deep into individual municipalities. And people are frustrated, Lulu. People have been let down in the worst ways possible by their local governments. For those people who feel that five months is just simply too much, for them to wait any longer. How much damage can be done in five months for councillors whose um, term will be extended? Look, I think for me, the, my view is, is, is that the damage has already been done anyway. I think one of the biggest concerns that most of us had, um, because I'm also a member of, of, of a municipality and I am frustrated currently with certain things in my municipality, mm. um, one of the biggest things is the fact that the municipality no longer has a budget. I mean, you are aware that every five-year term, these people are given a budget mm. and they've exhausted that budget. Now, what happens to service delivery? So. Um, people are, citizens are actually correct to be frustrated by that, to say on top of the back, you know, the the, 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 the fact that service delivery did not happen effectively mm. and the amounts of, 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 of money that have been overspent, um, some cities are actually under administration. So there's a lot of, there's a myriad of issues that are, that, that, that are frustrating people. Uh, so the damage has already been done. What I'm trying to say is that either way, the damage has already been done. 
And I, my view is that the IEC has had to take into account the value of, or, or the IEC will have to take into account the value of people's lives mm. versus the value of, of, of the dollar that we have mm. in the municipality. So which one comes first? Mm. And the right to life and the right to have um, people that are healthy when they contest election is much more important than, than, than service delivery, I think, at this particular moment. One gets a sense that the IEC has been very deliberate about the, the level of transparency that they have used throughout this process. How much of that is due to the fact that ultimately South Africans need to be able to buy into the integrity of the process in order to feel and in order to know that democracy is not being undermined? Look, the IEC South Africa is actually known um, and revered throughout the continent for its transparency in whatever processes. So I think when, when, when such a decision has to be taken, then as South Africans, we can all be comfortable in the, in the fact that um, people were invited to make their submissions, whether mm. you were a citizen, whether you were a civil society, whether you were anybody that was a stakeholder was, 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 was allowed to consult with the process, and people can then satisfy themselves. I mean, one of the questions that I had yesterday through a discussion with friends was, but we can't survive five months. And I said, but did you make that? Did you make a contribution? Did you write to the IEC to raise those concerns that you can't mm. survive five months? Mm. So the IEC is basically known for its transparency. As much as possible, the IEC has a view that um, the integrity of an election will, is, is, is always going to be protected by the people who feel that um, they were a part of it. I mean, if you look at our, uh, some of the reasons that were tabled by, by the justices, that people would need to be able to observe an election. Mm. People would need to be a part of the election. Now, with the COVID-19 with the COVID and social distancing, how will that happen? It will inadvertently uh, affect the credibility of the election because people will not be able to properly satisfy themselves mm. that indeed those results that they've counted are the actual results. So the IEC is one of those organizations in the, in, in the country and also in the continent that is really revered and celebrated because of, of, of its transparent processes where democracy is concerned. And as South Africans, that is something that we can take pride in. Mm. Do you foresee any specific uh, challenges that may arise out of postponing the election? Um, the legal challenges that may arise, legal challenges will always be part of, 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 of this particular process. But at, at this point, at the present moment, I'm not certain what other way, what other alternative mm. does that, that we have as a country. What other alternative is there? The biggest thing, like I, I raised earlier, would still, would still be around the issue of, of, of funding of these municipalities. The money for the next five months, where is the money coming from, from them to continue to operate? And that is where everybody is right now. Already we are struggling mm. uh, with service delivery. We have struggled throughout with service delivery. How will the next five years, how this decision, how is it going to affect the next electoral term, local government electoral term, financially and otherwise in service delivery? Work? Already municipalities don't have money. I know in the city of Tony, the city of Tony is one of those that have been declared bankrupt. Mm. Um, and, and various other municipalities have a similar challenge. So how are they going to survive for the next five months? Um, but as far as legal challenges post the election, I don't really foresee anything. All really. right.
Lulu White, let me thank you so much uh, for your time this morning. She's the CEO of the Election Management and Consulting Agency of South Africa. How are you feeling about the postponement of the election and the reasons that have been given by Judge uh, Dikhang Musenege? Like, uh, like I was saying earlier, I certainly feel that you know th- there was a very strong case made for why elections should be postponed, but the reality and the impact of it for us as residents, of course, could be quite different. Different. I'll take your calls on 011-714-2006. Lots of your messages on what is happening with our security cluster ministers. For now, Luyanda Maume with your latest news headlines.